This is the Inner Glow Getter podcast. In this space, we talk about leaning into your dreams and building epic businesses with heart, integrity, authority, intentionality, impact, and even with a small online community. It's for the woman or the man who desires to do things differently. They are also deeply reflective, maybe introverted, intentional souls who, yes, want their own financial abundance, but they also know they are here to create a powerful ripple effect through the work that they do. We talk about the strategy, the energetics, and the mindset. My aim through this podcast is to bring to you empowering conversations with new knowledge that light a fire within you on this entrepreneurial journey. Um, I'm going to be recording this for my podcast as well because all good content creators create something and then repurpose it it elsewhere. Like why would we want more work than we have to do, right? (laughs) So um, so yeah, welcome to this podcast episode as well. Um, So I'm just going to repeat it because I've just hit record on the podcast. So today we are talking about marketing trends. We're talking about what I'm seeing in terms of marketing. And we're also going to talk about, um, yeah, how you can create really deep marketing with everything that you do. Hi, Georgia. Fabulous. Okay. So I've got a bit of incense going here. We're grounding, getting ready for this really powerful conversation. I'm super excited. So let's start with like really the basics, like what, what is marketing? So in really simple terms, marketing is the, um, the content that you put out there that promotes things that are upcoming in terms of your business, what's coming up in your business. So have you got programs coming up? Have you got one-to-one spots becoming available? Have you got one-off masterclasses or even just like what not, what you're not selling, but rather what you've got coming up and you want your audience to participate in. So that could be a podcast episode. Um, That's something actually that I think is really good when you are establishing establishing yourself as an entrepreneur to um, to practice selling, to practice selling (laughs) on the podcast. I'm using inverted commas with my fingers, practice selling when it comes to um, your podcast or whatever you've got coming up. Even um, if you've got an IG live coming up, how do you talk about it that really because you, what, what you're doing, it's the same as um, selling. You are convincing someone to take an action, take a next step. Maybe you've got a free lead magnet as well. So this is another thing that you can practice when it comes to both marketing that free lead magnet and also encouraging people to take that next action. So like when it comes to selling, wow, this incense is up in my face. <laughs> Fabulous. So we've covered that. What is marketing? I think it's always a good idea to start where with the basics. I think these um, terms get thrown around in the coaching industry and it's good to just confirm that we're all on the same page. So really simple terms. It's promoting what you've got coming up through your content. Um, so I'd like to, my what I'm going to share today is really my lens in terms of marketing. So I come to marketing, I come to my business in a way that I want to show a lot of depth. Um, I'm not really interested in superficial or surface level um, marketing for my business personally. I want it to be really deep. I want it to speak to my audience really deeply. So that's the kind of lens that I come to. So everything that I'm going to be reviewing and sharing today 
um, in terms of what I see in terms of marketing, it comes from that perspective. It comes from that lens. So if you are, you know, of the same mindset, like you love um, sharing deeply with your audience, then um, you're in the right place. Um, and when I say deeply, I also like that isn't about being a reality TV show. It isn't about sharing everything that's going on in your life. I definitely don't do that. It's um, it's about powerfully choosing what you do and don't share, what you feel ready and not ready to share, which I think is really important. There's some things that we'll just never be ready to share that we don't want to share. Like, I think this comes back to that old saying, and lots of us have heard it, you know, when you are sharing from a um, scar instead of a wound or a wound in terms of a scar instead of a scar. So, um, and we all have different timeframes on whatever we're sharing. Um, I think that's particularly pertinent when it comes to like when we're reflecting on things that happened a year ago or reflecting on a, a story or sharing something that's really personal about our journeys. Um, so that's the lens. Um, the other thing I want to address before I dive into like the trends I'm noticing when I'm seeing is uh, that providing value. This is a term that is so often said it's like you've got to provide value to your audience. So <laughs> this is something I've rec reflected on really deeply because I think it's important. Um, and it's actually going to come up really beautifully in the first point that we cover, the first trend that I see. And um, that is like providing value is not about like giving people the steps giving in my mind it's not about giving people the steps the how to the free advice you're not here to be google for your audience and also being google is not like google people use google for a specific reason they're not signing up to google to do a 12-month program or something like that they went they're in and they're out they've got a quick um quick thing in mind so um yeah providing value is not necessarily about like giving people the steps, the how-to, giving away your, um, your knowledge. This is something I used to do a lot when I first started my business. I started my business in 2017. So I've been in the online like landscape for quite a while and it's transformed hugely. But this is something that's still lingering around that like um, that notion of, but I think people when they're saying it mean different things in terms of providing value. So I put this in a post recently actually and, and my kind of version of providing value is how you um, promote deep thought in your audience. Like how do you um, promote, um, you know, how do you encourage your audience to go down these rabbit holes of inquiry within themselves? Like how do you spark thought in them when you mention whatever you're talking about? I don't know if you are talking about inner child healing and how um, incredible that is for um you know, how you up today or how you shop tomorrow, how you, how inner child's healing helps you build awareness and then come to um, difficult situations with more awareness and with more grace and with more patience and um, with more emotional intelligence. So that's just an example, like how do you, is it you give them how, how to navigate that situation? That's 
okay, the old school way of providing value, but more about like, how do you spark thought in like how maybe, how do you prompt that person to like, think about it from a different perspective? Um, you know, think about, so, you know, how do you tell like a potent story that when they have encountered that situation in their daily life, they go, this is something, this is a pattern. This is something I want to change, you know, um, uh, Andrea <laughs> shared a story about this and, and it's like, it's front of mind right now. Um, so yeah, that's when I mean providing value, the way I see it becoming, I, the way I see it being more powerful is, um, is yeah, sparking thought in your audience rather like getting them to encouraging them to think deeply about something. I know that whenever I like something, whenever I comment on something, when I'm encouraged to follow something more, someone more, it's often because they have encouraged me to think deeply um, rather than just given me the steps. Um, so yeah, this is something to reflect on in terms of your brands and your businesses. How do you how do where do you see yourself on that um, spectrum? Would you prefer to be, yeah, along the lines of like sparking thought and reflection or giving the how to's? Um, hint, <laughs> I think the how to's are really like falling away now. Um, so that falls that follows on really naturally and nicely to my first point. So yeah, the five steps, the three steps to the how to's giving away these steps is just not as, um, valued anymore. Um, hi Shinaz, the, you know, it's not as, um, valued anymore. I think when people come to those kind of posts these days, these how to's, these five steps to, um, you know, they're probably reading like uh, point one, two, three, or oh, skim read the rest, or maybe I'll implement point two. You know, they're not implementing all five steps. And, um, you know, I think also when you're doing more of those posts, you're positioning yourself in a place where you're going to get compared to Google. And like none of us can compete with Google and probably we don't want to compete with Google either. So, um, so yeah, I think that the how-tos, the five steps to giving away this free advice is really going to um, fade away into the background. I think um, people are becoming more savvy when it comes to consumerism. Consumerism and patterns of consumerism, we've got to acknowledge that they're changing. Um, you know, they're, they're, we are, you know, especially after like COVID, after lockdowns, after all the... Um, you know, transformation we've been through, patterns of consumerism are, are adjusting. So let's go to point two. So this is a this is a controversial one, I reckon, because I have quite a uh, unique view on this. So the posts that I'm seeing are the ones that are like um, really like out there um, forward statements. I call them, I mean, this isn't meant to be derogatory because I do them as well. I think they're great as part of a marketing strategy, but in um, smaller doses. Um, but I am seeing people who do it as their primary way of marketing. And it's these kind of like in your face, I call them like rah, 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 like shouty posts with like a, um, there'll be something like a really like controversial message, like, you know, where you really like call out your audience. Um, you know, you, you use names that might necessarily might be interpreted as derogatory, but you're really like flipping them around. So it's more um, empowering. Um, 
the, the person that comes to mind who does this is the content queen. Um, you know, her posts are really like forward and out there. And um, there's a lot of people doing these posts though. Um, but I think, I think they're powerful in the sense that, you know, to be able to do them, um, you know, it's not only about the copy and about the marketing, but it's like how you can both post that and then stand behind it and be prepared to deal with whatever comes your way as a result of like, like, um, like putting your voice out there in such a big way. And it's, um, I'm, I'm in the content Queens program right now. And like the first few weeks, a lot of it was just a lot of like in inner work and, um, looking inside ourselves so that you can come forward with, um, with that kind of like really, um, forward view and putting yourself out there and, you know, dealing with the haters if they come that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, so um, when it comes to what I think, though, this is my lens, this is my opinion, um, I think they are good in, and the content queen does this actually, like in, um, it's about tempering it with other kinds of posts as well. So, um, you know, because if you imagine, I like to bring things to like a real situation, bring it to what it would be like in real life. And if you are say, and often I use the example of like a brunch with your friends, if you're at a brunch with your friends, are you like rah, 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 constantly like saying the most out there and controversial things? Or are you, you know, you're listening, you're saying something reflective, you're giving a compliment, you're, um, there's a, there's like a mixture to it. And there's a mixture to what you, to your marketing and to, to the way you show up to that brunch with your friends as well. Um, the thing that I worry about with these posts is that, um, yeah, like I said, if you haven't done the inner work and you aren't prepared for the potential feedback that comes your way by being so, um, so like rah, 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 like <laughs> forward and like putting your view out there in a big way, it can be a real like shock to your nervous system. So I think it's really important to, to do the inner work and be prepared for whatever um, might come your way and especially have the boundaries in place so that you can deal with whatever comes as well. And I think whatever one puts out there, I think the way I come to it is it has to be, you know, well thought through, um, you know, considering how it, how it might be interpreted, um, you know, um, not, not in the sense of like, like, um, spending too much time thinking about people's feelings or that kind of thing. But I guess it's just like, you don't want to be coming across as like completely hostile and totally, um, totally, totally out of line, I guess. Um, to a certain group or a certain part of society or something like that. So I think one of these things is it's always good to write these posts and then have some, I always do this, have some reflection time just to think about, um, you know, how it might be received because you wouldn't want to write something that and it, for it to be received completely out of context. And, um, and I think that's a great thing. Also, like the caption is where you can, obviously give more background to your thinking on whatever that post is. Um, but as 
Shanaz gave me this really incredible advice a few months ago. I did a program with Shanaz who was on here live just a little while ago. And that is like, yeah, if you're mixing up your marketing so that people feel invited to speak to you as well, then um, that's really powerful, which actually leads on beautifully to the next kind of post I'm seeing, which is um, where people are, they are saying things like um, my X, Y, and Z do it this way and I do it this way and my way is better because of X, Y, and Z. Or they don't even say that. They say my way is better. Or um, so-and-so coaches do it this way, but I do it that way. Um, or, you know, um, you know, stop uh, listening to coaches who um, promote social media growth and email marketing. Um, stop doing it that way. It's completely wrong. You've got to do it my way. <laughs> you get the gist, right? These kind of posts. So I'm seeing a lot of this. And the thing that I want to mention when it comes to these is that, um, you know, and there's varying degrees of these, like some are like so close to um, online bullying, like it's not funny, like calling out, almost calling out certain individuals. And I don't stand by that at all. So that's why I very rarely do these posts. I, I keep away with them, keep away from them completely. I think um, when I also like, I love to see the trends and see what um, what people are doing and especially coaches who are at that, that seven figure level, obviously I'm not there yet, but I love like borrowing their habits and learning from them in terms of that. And I don't see any seven figure level coaches doing this or very few of them are doing this. It's like, um, blah, blah, don't do it that way. Do it this way. Blah, 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 blah. Like they might say that in their programs. They might say it in a private environment. They might say, give their view on something, but it's not so outward and so in, in their marketing. Um, and I think there's like a, there's an air of, um, leadership and authority there. There's an air of um, leadership and authority there from probably keeping away from those posts, even though it would be so easy for them to do. So it does like assert a view. It just asserts like and differentiates yourself in the market. But I think the thing to be really careful about is that if you are constantly talking about what, the light isn't quite right here. If you're constantly talking about what others are doing, what the other approach is and how yours, uh, how that compares to yours, you're kind of centering your content around other people and constantly. And what that leaves is that although like people do get fueled by things like, you know, anger and when you're grumpy and when you say, I don't like this and this coach was, did this and like, obviously not saying their name, but I have seen a lot of these kind of angry posts where people are like venting. Um, these are, you know, venting how they felt about a previous coach in a post and then using it as a way to sell. And that really does, I like comment underneath if how you feel about that. I feel very uncomfortable um, with it. And yeah, it doesn't feel like leadership and, and authority to me. Um, but what I was saying is that when you are talking about other people and other people's approaches, it centers your content and your topics around them rather than you and it leaves your audience going yeah but what about you 
like what what are your thoughts what is um you know what's so great about your approach you know um I think it leaves people with those questions and they also probably feel a bit uneasy about you know those posts being so kind of um yeah critical of other people when you're kind of like yeah but what do you offer kind of thing um and yeah I really want to bring home that point like we want to show up as leaders. We want to give that air of authority. And yes, it comes through as asserting an opinion, but it doesn't always have to be at the expense of another approach or another person or another style of coaching or whatever it is. Um, now I'm trying to read my handwriting. Bear with. <laughs> um, oh, one of my favorites. Okay. We're seeing a lot of this at the moment, right? Um, people that are posting um, what they are making per month. And um, look, in speaking to a lot of um, coaches, a lot of friends in the like seven-figure level, hello, Toph. Sorry, she's just waking up. Um, uh, they are like unsure about how accurate those are. And I think, of course, is that age-old debate, age-old, I mean, the last few years of like, is it cash or is it sales and being clear about that um, because that, that can be really misleading, especially if you, um, you know, you're talking about sales. So you're not, so you're not talking about your cash or your profit and then you're like investing a whole heap of ads. And so your profit is very slim um, and isn't, yeah, it isn't reflective of like a yeah your your actual like the sales it's not it's not accurate so um yeah so there is a bit of a concern around like how accurate people are being about like what numbers they are sharing however there's kind of two sides to the debate because um you know of course it is really beautiful and welcome to celebrate the wins of women in the coaching space and i think this is one of the really unique environments where we are able to share um you know, monetarily how we're doing and what's, um, what is, you know, how, how we're going month to month, et cetera. Um, but at the same time, there is a very like a voice coming out and, and I've definitely had this view before. Like it can be, it can be a bit much. It can be a bit, um, yeah, like it's, it's a lot sometimes. So I think it's one of those things like to bring into your marketing from time to time when, with the really like, genuine and um genuine and and with the with the with the view of celebrate celebrating that amount this is really nuanced and it's really difficult to talk on this subject but i think it's one of those things that you walk um individually and you walk as it feels good to you um and i think from speaking purely from my perspective like it's something that i would bring in from time to time and with, yeah, with definitely the view of like wanting to celebrate and share that celebration and inspire rather than it being like every single day you're saying, la, 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 I made 50K in a bath kind of thing. <laughs> um, and very similar to the, the marketing trend that I mentioned just before in terms of comparing yourself to other people in the space, um, the, you know, it does leave people going yeah but what do you offer like what do you actually stand for um what is what is so powerful of like what what like when you remove the numbers when you remove the impressive figures like what um 
what what is actually behind it what is the you know what is the um what is the style of coaching that you do what are you all about what is your message what is your um what are what are your values what is your brand what do you stand for um so i'm so glad i have oh we've got one more okay reels um so obviously you know we've all heard like reels are um really important for your um for social media growth and the fact that you know tiktok pinterest and um instagram are really all going this way in terms of short video content the thing that i want to say about it and and also what i also want to say there is like reels yes get on board um you know if you have resistance to it interrogate that find out why And um, I think because we're just going to be left behind if we don't get on board kind of thing. So I've had to have a stern conversation with myself, as you can tell around that. Um, The thing I really love about Reels is that once you get clear on your branding, which I'm going to be doing with the women who decide to join the Wayfarer, once you get really clear on the vibe of your brand, what your brand stands for, your brand values, what archetypes you are expressing, how you are unconsciously speaking to, to speaking to the unconscious part of your audience, the minds of your audience, then um, how, how do you use reels that so that it is in keeping with your brand? I think I put a post up. Yes, I did. I put a post about this yesterday. It's like a woman um, with her feet up in the air, having a buffet <laughs> over like an Italian coast or something like that. And the message was, um, the message was, uh, when you're clear on your brand, when you know what your brand stands for, when you know what the vibe of your brand is, then you really clearly know what is and isn't in keeping with your brand. And I think when it comes to reels, um, you know, I don't, love like the pointy reels and the point at the words I don't always love all of the lip syncing it's not they're not the kind of reels that I generally follow but what works really well for my brand is there's like um these tutorials that you can do where you share a video and then you share 10 photos for and it's to some vibey music and um you know with intention I choose what music I choose what videos I'm going to share and then I choose the message that marries all of that up so that there is like a unified vibe in that reel um yeah and it works really well with the kind of adventurous spirit um my brand is a bit like jeep you know where um it's all about the um environment being outside nature the adventurous spirit exploring being daring um being a pioneer being a trailblazer those are all the things that like my brand stands for um so then that yeah so it's not necessarily like the pointy pointy reels not to say I won't do them at all um but I definitely like enjoy the reels that are more like vibey and show travel photos and that kind of thing um so, ah, but the thing about reels, I'm noticing that people are doing like a lot, a lot of reels, which are on Instagram, um, like short videos, obviously. And, you know, with the lip syncing and the, like the funny audio and that kind of thing. Um, but the thing I'm noticing is that they're only doing that. And, you know, people don't always read the captions of those reels. So if you are putting depth in the caption, then that, that is a little better, but otherwise, you know, the, I think what I find is I don't generally follow people who do reels, 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 because to me, it comes across as like 
Um, it's not really taking me in a journey. It's not really engaging me beyond like a 15, 30 second video. And I think when we're talking about, you know, bringing people onto our Instagram and then nurturing them and then building them up to working with us, um, in a more intimate way, in a program, in a one-to-one, like our content needs to foster that experience and the reels kind of keep one at like that surface level, Um, So it's really obviously great for building an audience, but you also want to be thinking about the audience that you already have and how you can like bring people out of the woodwork. And, um, and that's how you do it with your, with your posts and with your content and how you like, yeah, bring them out so that they like, they like, they comment, they come into your DMS and ask about what you're selling. So it's really taking people um, on that journey, nurturing them, um, uh, becoming more, you know, um, having a more intimate relationship with them in terms of Instagram. Um, so yeah, that's the thing I would say about his kind of lip syncy reels is, um, to temper them with other content and, um, and yeah. So, oh, hang on. I keep finding, I keep finding more. Okay. Carousels. These are really, really, really effective. Um, Hi, Deodora. Um, real, uh, sorry, carousels are really, really, really um, good because you can take the content that you're planning to put in a long caption and put that into a carousel. And um, because the font is a bit bigger, because it's easier to read, because you can space it out, because you can use graphic design through Canva, um, carousels, uh, they're more likely to read whatever long form content you are writing in your long captions if you put them in your carousels. So that is something that has um, really been emerging, especially in the last six months to utilize um, carousels. And of course you can utilize, you know, your branding colors and graphics and um, design it in a way that you're really happy with. And yeah, I think they're particularly good for, um, not quite being Google, but, you know, like um, sharing more more um, value and deep thought through those carousels. So we're not necessarily telling people, you know, um, five steps to inner child healing where, you know, um, maybe picking a really niche topic around that and then sharing some reflections around it. Um, people to follow who do this really well is like um, Simone Grace Soul. So her, um, the way she brands her carousels are very, very like basic, um, but the wording and it, it all draws attention to what she's actually writing in the carousels, which is often something, you know, like um, really asserting a view or an opinion that she has within those carousels. So I think that's someone to keep an eye on. Um, who does that really well. Yeah. Um, but then like the, the kind of last trend I want to leave you guys with, and this is, this is what I'm going to be, um, the, the women who sign up to the Wayfair, this is what I'm going to take you through. This is, um, you know, how you can, you know, communicate in a really deep way through your content. Like, and this is through, storytelling and really how you can design a marketing strategy that um, that is reflects the depth of your brand and reflects the depth of meaning within your brand. Um, so, and this is, this is what I'm seeing in people like um, Amanda Francis on Instagram, um, uh, Mel Wells, she's been doing this for years. You know, they really take, they've really got loyal, super loyal audiences. 
And, you know, like with the exception of Mel, Mel's living between like Miami and Costa Rica. So she's got like a really like out there kind of lifestyle and it reflects her brand and what she stands for. And, um, you know, really like vibrant and exciting lifestyle. But like, you know, Amanda Francis is... um, got a partner he has two kids from a previous relationship you know she um she really takes people through just her daily life um people like you know Melanie from Alpha Femme she she barely leaves her house and um she has a beautiful house to admit though um but it's like how can you share whatever's going on in in your life and this is a really beautiful thing I think about creating content like a lot of people say oh my life's not exciting enough I don't travel enough that's that's not what people are looking for like of course it's like really inspiring while people can't travel as much at the moment but the the beautiful thing about content is that you are pulling the levers you are in the driver's seat like it is you are holding your your phone, whatever device that you use to create content, your GoPro, and you are you are directing the camera, and you are de- deciding, you know, what you're going to write on the stories. You are deciding um, what you're going to put the message in, what your message is going to be in your reel. Like you are in the driver's seat. You are pulling the levers. You are deciding what your audience focuses and doesn't focus on, and. It can be, and I think because given the way the world is right now, there's a real appreciation for the small things. And I know that, yeah, I love Amanda Francis' content. Like I can see what she's doing, what the branding is, and it's all very intentional. She's not just going la 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 la, like it's all like um, married up and integrated and very intentional. And there's like, she's using neuromarketing and brand archetype principles to deepen the meaning of her brand. but. but she's taking us on a journey, you know, and like emphasizing certain things. And it gets you to appreciate the small and the big. And um, yeah, I think that's what I want to say. Like, if you have that concern, like my life's not exciting enough, I wouldn't be concerned about that, guys. Like I literally, um, you know, that I love going to coffee shops and sometimes I'm just sharing stories from coffee shops and I'm sharing like, um, the beautiful coffee art. I am sharing like the the plants. I'm sharing the you know the handmade gifts. Um, you know, people have a real appreciation for for the small things. And as you, as the creator, you as the artist, like you have the ability to to emphasize some things. Like I said, and you know, refocus your audience and and get them to really truly appreciate things. And I think this is. Yeah, this is like um, really being present in the now moment. And, um, you know, like even where we live here, there's just there's so many birds. And sometimes I just look up in the sky and there'll be like these this line of birds in this like perfect formation. And I haven't done it yet, but I've been thinking like I love to just like take a video of that and share that with my audience and like put a poignant quote or something that really um, draws that out. But, yeah, I think when you are really clear on your brand and what you stand for like me it's 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 a lot about like you know being your kind of earthy grounded sister and um you know being really empowering and that's that's kind of the vibe of my brand and like giving I you know I rarely go on holiday we go we've been to Cape Town like three times in the last year but people when they approach me in the DMs we talk about holidays we talk about exploring we talk about hiking we talk about nature um so people get that from my brand even though 
you know, I've still got content from a weekend um, where we went to some waterfalls um, that are not far from here. And like, I've still got so much content from even just like jumping off the waterfalls and then pairing that with a message about how, you know, how leaping into your business, how it's the same thing, like, and why that is and um, what the similarities are and what the, you know, what the, um, the, you know, the, the vibe of it and how you feel and the daringness and all that kind of stuff. Um, so this is, and like to sum this all up, I'm talking about the brands that I'm seeing that with a really loyal audience, um, are people, yeah, like Amanda Francis, Melanie and Leah, um, Mel Wells. These are people that I follow that I really like their content first up on my feed, like their stories first up on my feed. And, you know, they're often just sharing, you know, Melanie shares like clinking of glasses and, um, you know, whatever, like biscuits and cheese that her and her partner are sharing and like maybe the conversation that they have as they were sitting next to the fire. And, you know, like my house is often like we have a puppy, so often it's quite <laughs> messy. Um, but, you know, when you can like clear a space and be really intentional about the story that you're creating, you become like the artist and the creator behind that. Um, so, and this is the content that I'm seeing that it's it's really standing out. It's really drawing people in. It's um it's marketing that is super super powerful. And it's it's like I said, it's like the levers. It's emphasizing certain things. It's getting people to focus in on certain things. So I got a bit of sun coming in. Anyway, so wow, that was a lot of talking. Um, I hope that was really helpful. I'm going to keep this as short as possible. I am going to go into um, a couple minutes talking about the Wayfarer. So then, you know, feel free to drop off now if that's not for you. Um, so the Wayfarer is my one-to-one um, -one program. It is 30 days and it's all about setting really solid foundations when it comes to your brand and your business and your offers. So um, the women that choose to go on this journey with me, we're going to be looking at your brands. So, you know, the vibe of my brand is that explorer, adventurous style, but there are so many other brand archetypes for you to um, choose and blend and decide what is um, what is like the message behind your brand and what it stands for. Um, I think if you think of brands like Victoria's Secret is very much of that like intimate kind of vibe and the lover kind of vibe. And then, um, you know, and the more that they deepen into their brand archetype, it's, um, I was just reading a book about this, you know, like the, the more they deepen into that meaning of that archetype, the more that their brands are worth, you know, the, the, like the monetary value of that brand, even though this is selling products, we're talking about services here, coaching services, you know, it's the same thing. Your brand is your brand. Um, it's something that's super powerful and it's all very, you know, below the surface and, um, yeah, it's a thing that you can kind of like draw people in with what you share um, and your content and like everything really that you put out there um, so that it is in a really consistent form. So yeah, the people, the women who sign up to this program, we're going to look at your brands. We're going to look at your systems and offers as well. Like what is your one-to-one? -one? Um, how do you describe that to people? What method do you have that sits behind it? Um, how much are you charging for it? Um, what is the format? We're going to look into that. Um, review everything and then come to a place where you're really happy and ready to stand behind that and sell it. And then um, 
branding systems and offices and your marketing strategy of course um so how you can blend like everything i've talked about today these trends and how you can come up with a like a long-term marketing strategy something that you're really confident like when you wake up in the morning and you open your instagram app you're not consuming you're there just like um, you know, for a few minutes, maybe getting inspired by some people. But but when you're really clear on your brand, you're like, no, that's not for me. They're in their lane. I'm in my lane. You know, you, you're changing your marketing strategy less. You have more consistency around your marketing. People know what to expect when they come to your page, basically. Um, so yeah, it's like waking up in the morning and knowing exactly what you're going to post, you know, being able to like prepare content um, a few days, a few weeks in advance. I'm at the stage where I'm creating folders in my Canva and, um, you know, I'm really clear on what the like, what I'm focusing on today, what I'm focusing on tomorrow, what next week is about, um, just so you're in less of a reactive um, position and more in a forward thinking planning position. Um, I think it takes a lot of the stress out of content creation and marketing. So yeah, the Wayfarer is um, four weeks, 30 days, uh, four sessions. This, each session is 90 minutes long. So it's a really decent session so that we can get in depth in your business. And then there's going to be email and telegram support in between. Telegram is exactly like Voxer. And um, so that you can ask those questions between sessions. Um, and so you don't forget them, of course. <laughs> and um, yeah, the kind of vibe of this program, I don't want you coming in and out of my offers for the next few months. I want you getting exactly what you need through this program and then walking away, implementing as we go and yeah, making bank. Like this is an in and out, like you're going to be, yeah, this is going to be a huge up level just to create those really solid foundations so that you can aim for those like 5k months and then expand from there um yeah i think that's all to say oh it's 1100 us dollars the price is going up um this friday night um so yeah i would jump in and claim your spot there's only a few spots i'm opening about three or four spots not many at all and yeah it's going to be intensive um it's going to set up your business for the rest of the year so that you can create a really like um yeah a brand that stands for depth and meaning and yeah a really like um powerful and deep coaching business um so yeah that's kind of all i had to say on the wayfarer if you have any questions about that dm me and um yeah look forward to connecting with you on that i'm not scary in the dms i will give you my really honest review about whether it is or isn't for you and um yeah you can tell me what you need tell me what you're facing at the moment tell me like what your challenges are and where you see your opportunities and we can talk about that fabulous thank you so much for joining me if you've stayed this long and sending so much love Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited that you continue to listen and we grow this inner glow getter community. The best place to follow along and make sure you never miss an episode is to be following me on Instagram at Kayla.Benson. I can't wait to connect with you all very, very, very soon in the next episode of the inner glow getter. Lots of love.